Hello, and welcome to the Speaking Out podcast from the New Mexico Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Our goal is to highlight our programs and the amazing work that they're doing around the state, provide discussion around the topics of domestic violence, and create an environment of education and empowerment for anyone that may be experiencing domestic violence. This week, we're celebrating our April Advocate of the Month, Shauna Pruitt. Shauna Pruitt is the Shelter and Program Manager at Grammy's House in Artesia, New Mexico. But first, I have on Dr. Selena Bryant, Executive Director, to talk about why she nominated Shauna. Thank you so much for joining me today, Selena. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Grammy's House first? Yes. Well, thank you for having me and welcome to the listeners. <laughs> My name's Selena Bryant and I hold a PhD in sociology and master's in social work. And I am the executive director of Grammy's House, Southeastern New Mexico. It's a 24-hour domestic violence shelter, along with other services such as legal advocacy, kids programs, counseling, peer support, and pet kennels and also parenting. And then we also have a batter's intervention program for men and women. And I've been with Grammy's House since 2005. I've worn many hats and I've been the executive director since probably, I want to say 2011. In your role, you decided that you wanted to nominate Shauna as your advocate of the month. And we're so excited and happy to be able to feature her and highlight the amazing work that she's doing as an advocate. Could you tell us a little bit about why you nominated her and what makes her such a great advocate? I nominated Shauna Pruitt for many reasons. She came to us initially when we, in 2019, when we had lost our batters intervention facilitator. She passed away and Shauna came in. Shauna came in with a background in law enforcement and corrections. And so I thought, well, would be perfect for that program. And she's managed people, supervised people. And she came in and she started part-time. And then she gradually went into full-time running the, the batters program. And then I realized just watching her that she has a calmness about her when she's having to deal with difficult situations or crisis situations. And she's she's very fair about things. She doesn't jump to things. She kind of assesses things and she always wants feedback. And she's very dependable. I mean, she has a lot of good qualities, but she's also very compassionate. And I always try to cross-train everybody with every duty, like whether it's working in batters program, shelter, parenting. So if somebody needs to take a, a day off, somebody can jump in. And so she came in and she trained in the shelter. And I said, you know, are you interested? Let me tell you what this job is about. And she said, definitely. And little by little, you know, she would go in there and spend time with the advocates and started transitioning. And she's a very dedicated employee. And like I said, she's an individual and not everyone can do this, but she can sit she can work in the batters program and also she knows how to distinguish between the two situations and not be quick to judge, but to also go in and work with the victims and also work with the offenders. And she's wonderful at that. That's a skill. That's a skill set. (laughs) That is so wonderful to hear. And I'm so glad that you're giving us the opportunity to get to know her a little bit and then to share her 
and her amazing work with everybody mm -hmm. else. So thank you for nominating her. And now we will talk to Shauna. Great. And now for our conversation with Shauna. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Shauna. I'm so excited to talk to you. Selena just said the most wonderful things about you. And so could you tell us a little bit about yourself and then your role with Grammy's House? Yes. So I come from a background of corrections and I started with Grammy's House about four and a half years ago as a BIP facilitator. And I feel like it was a really good fit for me because that's my comfort zone. <laughs> I enjoy the work that I do here. It was eye-opening coming into this field and, and I have really enjoyed it. I'm so glad to hear that. So could you tell us about your role now and what you do? Yes. So I am the shelter manager. And uh, of course, I manage the advocates that run the shelter and I'm there for the advocates always. They know that they can call me anytime, day or night. It doesn't matter what time. If I don't answer, they know I'll get back to them as soon as I see the message. So I am over at the main office and I am still currently at the BIP office also. So I'm in two places. We're in the process of training someone for the BIP. So we're, we're working on that one. And I will be at the main office permanently soon. And <laughs> I do still have some things to learn. I am learning as I go. I have Selena helping me. And, and on occasion, I also have advocates helping me. So it's nice to know that our advocates that have been here that have the knowledge that they're willing to share that. Yeah, that's so great to hear. And I can see, so basically you were nominated because you're able to be in two places at once. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that's so wonderful that you're able to now transition and that you're working towards this different position. So what made you want to become an advocate in the first place? What got you interested in applying for Grammy's House? Grammy's House has been here for a long time. So it's something I knew was always here. And I knew that there, you know, were always victims. And I grew up with domestic violence in my home. And then through my marriage, you know, I dealt with some of it myself. So it just felt right to come in and be part of a solution. Well, thank you for sharing that part of yourself. I know sometimes it's difficult to share that and be vulnerable, but I appreciate that you're willing to do that. So do you feel like your experience with domestic violence now shapes how you show up as an advocate? I think it does. The main thing that I try to do when I'm dealing with anybody that's dealt with domestic violence is to be present and listen. That's something that a lot of them don't have. So, you know, if, if you can give them that, then that lets them know that you're there for other things too. I love that. So along those lines, what do you think is the most important aspect of your job? I think the most important aspect of my job is to supervise the advocates to be there for them, to help them find training. If they have questions and it isn't something that I can answer, 
than to bring it to Selena. And I'll also give them resources. I send them resources all the time through emails, you know, videos and trainings and things like that. Something that they can go to on their time and develop their knowledge. Yeah, that's wonderful. It sounds like you're advocating for your advocates. And so that's, that's I try to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what do you think is one of your biggest successes that you've had as an advocate? I think it's being able to step back and look at a situation and come up with an acceptable resolution for everyone involved. That's something I've been able to do throughout my career. So just trying to, to be fair. Well, yeah, that's a wonderful skill set to have. Are you a Libra? <laughs> I am a Libra. No yes. way! Oh! <laughs> I am too, and I'm all about fairness. <laughs> that is so funny. But, but no, I mean, I think that's a wonderful skill set to have, to be able to look at things objectively and really look at it in fairness and, and helping people. Yeah, I mean, those are Libra qualities. So what are your aspirations for your future? You know, you're moving up into shelter management. Where do you see yourself in the future? What would you like to be doing? Well, my short-term aspirations are I'm, I'm working towards my associates in social work right now. From there, I would like to go on to my bachelor's and take a little break from school after a bachelor. <laughs> and... Maybe, I, I'm, I'm not definite yet, but maybe consider looking at a master's. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure you're supported there at Grammy's house to work towards Definitely, well, yes. So wonderful. Yes. Yeah, and I wish you the best of luck with all of that. I hope that Thank you. you're able to get as far as you want and have as many breaks as you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, like Selena said, those breaks are very important through school. <laughs> very 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 important yes <laughs> so what do you think is something that your community struggles with the most like something that is very unique to artesia i don't know if it's unique to artesia our community is currently struggling with some homelessness and also with not having enough activities for our youth through the summer you know after school we do have a great sports here in Artesia, but there's a lot of kids that, that aren't into sports and they need something. They need something to help keep them busy and look forward to, you know, it would be great if we had some STEM functions for our kids here outside of school and help them find something to look forward to for their future. Those are some beautiful goals to have. And yeah, it can be really difficult in smaller communities, especially to be able to get in all those resources and have yes. options for kiddos. Because ultimately, we want those kiddos engaged so that they're yes. good choices and all of that. Yep. Yeah. So if somebody was listening to this and they really wanted to make a difference in their community, what would you suggest for them to do? What do you think people could do to help Grammy's house specifically? I would suggest that they first get to know the needs in the community and then volunteer. They can volunteer at community functions, things like that. You know, help spread the word of 
the needs of the agencies that they're interested in. Maybe donate clothing or food, whatever that agency is really needing. And maybe help find private funders, you know, pass the word around, help them out. Love that. People don't realize how important connection is. And if you just talk about these programs and their needs with just the right person, maybe you might help connect them and then help find resources. So my last question is always the fun one. Hopefully some people don't like it because they're like, I don't do self-care. What? But this is basically to hold you all accountable and make sure you are doing Mm self-care. So what do you do to take care of yourself? What are some things that fill you up after a, a difficult situation or a hard day? I would have to say spending time with family, you know, just getting that family time in and the laughs and the corniness and, you know, just the fun time. Just because when you have a hard day at work, if you go home and you just continue that, carry that with you, you're going to bring it the next day and It's going to be involved in every conversation that you have until you figure out how to let go of it. So family, 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 and music. Music's always a good thing. So So, do you listen to music, play music, what, all of the above? All of the above (laughs) when I have a chance. (laughs) Wonderful. Do you play any instruments? Do you sing? What, What do you do? A guitar. Do not sing. No. You can hear me sing in the shower. My, my dogs run. They're like, oh, Lord, she's at it again. Oh, <laughs> well, that's really cool that you played the guitar, though. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, is there anything else you can think of that you would like to say or highlight while you have the opportunity before we finish our conversation? Yeah, I would definitely like to thank all of our advocates out there that are doing the work and putting the time in and trying to do (laughs) self-care. And I would like to thank Selena for nominating me very much. (laughs) Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and share a little bit about the work that you're doing down there and a little bit about yourself. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you. We want to thank our programs that work tirelessly across the state to support those affected by domestic violence. Each and every staff member, advocate, therapist, and supporter is important. We appreciate you. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, there is help available. Please call the hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 or visit their website on a safe device at www.thehotline.org. Love our conversations? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. You can submit questions and feedback to rochelle at nmcadv.org. Thanks for listening in.